systems go. Prepare for countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? Hello and welcome to the Jamble. Today is Saturday, October 10th, 2020, and my name is Matt. And I am BJ. This is episode 724, com. Check it out most weeks. Uh, you can find us streaming live here on the RDAB subreddit. We do the hotbox uh, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Pacific time, and then uh, in the evenings, put the kids to bed, and the adults get to come out and have their little chatty chat <laughs> right here. Uh, been spending a lot of time, well, not a lot of time, but spending a, a decent amount of time on the subreddit known as Wall Street Bets, and I think they've done something quite magical over there. Oh, I've yeah? never really seen a group, and they're over like a million <laughs> subscribers at this point, which is fucking insane to me, but I've never seen a group like harness the power of autism so much <laughs> and in like such a positive manner as as this group has has done uh so much so that they've had articles written about them in like stock really? stock trading it's, outlets i guess well that's kind of neat uh yeah kind of um it it's I guess <laughs> harnessing the power of the autist is a, a double-edged sword at times. Um, one of their favorite pastimes is what has become known as loss porn. And uh, what they do is they'll post a, a screenshot of their their broker trading app or whatever, if they're using like Schwab or, or Webull or Robinhood, you know, one of those okay. uh, for investing stocks and stuff. And so like <laughs> when one of them has like just a real amazing loss, they'll fucking screenshot it and post it. And then like all of the comments are them just basically like, Oh yeah, that one made me come. Oh yeah. That's, that's how you do it. You beautiful fucking retard you. And like, what? they just like, it's it's negative, but then like the overall is, is a very positive thing. I mean, I I've never seen the words "you beautiful fucking autist" like written out so many times as I have in uh, perusing these these subreddits here. You really like those subreddits. I do. I I like Reddit. I feel like those are my people, uh, and it's uh it's a good spot to to get some some information <laughs> what's happening subreddit for pretty much everything um but so it, it made me start thinking like there, there's enough people in there and we've seen them do this a few times to where they'll pick a stock and they'll all just like jump on it and then that'll like bump the price up it's called a pump and dump as they say in the yes. biz in the the stock brokerage school i went to uh they call it the pump and dump and basically you just you know you pick one and uh, it, it could even be going bankrupt they did this with hertz <laughs> A while back, Hertz rent a car, going bankrupt. All of a sudden, stocks started going up, 
And there, everyone was like, well, why is Hertz going up? Oh, yeah, it's all the uh, autists in uh, Wall Street bets, <laughs> like, pumping it up. And then uh, they get out, obviously, because they're smart and they know math and stuff. And then not everybody gets out at the right time. And then you have, like, a, a big group left uh, uh, holding the bag, as they say. It's another Oof. investor lingo. Holding the bag. You rarely want to be the one left holding the bag rarely that sounds like a pretty much <laughs> rarely never. um and they even have like uh like aa meetings f- but they call it bag holders anonymous and they'll welcome each week a different like stock ticker and then everyone that has that bag is like oh yeah i got i got caught on that one <laughs> i was in at a buck 58 it's at like 33 cents now it's Oh, that between that and the lost porn, like it, it's it keeps me coming back. But uh, the the whole thing got me kind of thinking that, like, well, like autism is a really sought after. I don't know how sought. It's pretty sought after trait in uh, in this trading trading world. I find myself uh, in the middle of, and it it kind of made me think, like, well, what if it wasn't vaccines that caused autism? What if it was the economy what if the economy caused all this autism because those are the economy's people and the economy knew if anybody's gonna fucking save it is gonna be the autists <laughs> and so you know you kind of i'm not sure where I, I sit on your theory here but i mean it wasn't vaccines right so it had no. to be something Maybe it was the economy. I'm just saying. Maybe it was a good portion of parents using drugs. I don't think that was it. Because, I mean, we use drugs and I haven't gotten any good stock picks from our child yet, let's say. No, I mean, like, while pregnant. Oh. Like. I used a lot of drugs while you were pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? Okay, then. (laughs) Like, you? Like me or like all the other crazy mamas out there? Not no. Like oh. if you've been like say hi for the last fucking six months and that's when I end up pregnant. Oh yeah. Like both sides of the aisle are not like it's not meeting where the brain should be. Yeah, misfiring. but I don't think that causes autism. It causes a lot of different things. It can Yeah, but Autism's like math power and and stock picks plus five, not like... But that's the thing. Like, weird shit happens to your brain. Right. Just because you're autistic doesn't mean, like, that something didn't happen to, like... Calls on Kodak instead of... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you gotta read some of those threads in there. Like, the amount of money that just gets liberally tossed around in there is just amazing. (laughs) Uh, there, well, I might have to. there was another thing I saw in there that was like, be careful on how you're doubling. Like you, if you start with a thousand dollar investment, you can turn that into 2000, right? And you can take that two, turn it into four, take that four by six pack, take that six. Now you got 12, uh, 12 goes to 24 and then so on. And eventually you get to the point where you're at 500,000 and then your next double is a million. And then you're like millionaire, right? And a lot of people seem to have a hard time YOLOing, 
Uh, it's another phrase that comes up quite a bit. Yoloing, uh, five hundred thousand on a pick or a gamble. Gambling. It's another phrase you'll see a lot in there. Gambling. Yes. Uh, so it, it's a lot harder to take five hundred k and just yolo it onto a fucking call or put uh, as it is to take like a thousand, right? So people always struggle getting to that last milestone of making the million, like doubling, 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 doubling. And uh, you see some people in there just taking the whole 500K and just YOLOing it. <laughs> and uh, sometimes they win and everyone celebrates and sometimes they lose <laughs> and everyone but them celebrates <laughs> because that makes for good loss porn. So if you need a Robin Hood code, holler at me. I'll have my broker get back to you. <laughs> oh, God. No, if I was going to have a broker, I already have one in mind. Yeah? Yeah. I bet my gains are better than his. Um, I got big gains. I got big old fat gains. <laughs> he doesn't do it anymore. So. Oh, okay. Was he autistic? Um, I don't think he's autistic. He's real smart. If you or a loved one you know is autistic or knows someone who is autistic, email <laughs> info at thejamhole.com. I'm thinking maybe I'll just start my own, like, Xavier's School for the Gifted, like mutants and X-Men powers, but, like, for autists and uh, stock picks for my brokerage <laughs> account. <laughs> okay. Yep. Nope. Don't know any. Well, that's fine. Uh, how was your week? Any Anything exciting happen? Did you leave the house at all this week? Mm, did I? Just went to the old Just grocery the store. store again? Yeah. That's cool. Is that the uh, the life you uh, you had envisioned? Like, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to get knocked up and then I'm just going to like live in this dope house and only leave when when I can get rides to places. Is that like Was that what goal, I envisioned? Goals in met? Life? No, no. Checked checked off the box or what? No, not no? really. This is like better than anything you could oh, have yeah, ever completely. envisioned. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> One hundo. Awesome. <laughs> What did you envision? You're just going to like live in Missoula the rest of your life and like cocktail waitress or what? Okay, well, first of all, that it was two different towns with two different jobs. That well, were, you it's just, all the same like, shit. How is it the same? It's the same thing. Dealing cards and cocktail waitressing are two completely uh, different jobs. Where do they both take place? They both take place in bars. I'm sorry. Did you envision working at a bar? To you be? know, I actually miss working at a bar. I'm not even joking. I bet. You I probably just miss like, working in general. How's that? I like people. How's I don't. How's that OnlyFans <laughs> coming? It's fabulous. Nice. Not. Making some money? <laughs> yeah, nope. Awesome. Have not created one. But this is it, right? Goals met. Life achievement. Where the fuck are you going with unlocked? this? Unlocked? Oh, I was just, just killing some airtime here. Well, I couldn't find it. was a slow news day. It was a slow news day. I found you a couple articles. Yeah, those were old and not you, that great. You don't like the Montana article? No. Well, also, I I have a problem with with reading them on the show if I've already heard other shows talk about them. So, because mm. I already have, like... I already listened to somebody talk about it, 
and they probably said half the shit I was going to say about it, so it's already just been done. So is that one of those topics that you have? What? Well, no, the two that you sent were old, and thus had already been discussed on numerous other shows. Uh, So I couldn't, in good conscience, like, read them here. You said that you have heard some on the other shows. That's why I was asking, in that one specific, have you heard? No, just the two that you sent me. Both uh, of those I heard on the show Distorted View, yes. Okay, that's what I just asked. Yeah. And you and said like, no. Me and Timmy. And then you said it again, you said no. Me and Timmy are pretty much on point with what we say about stuff. Like, I'll be in my car listening to his show, and I'll make the same fucking comments he does for the most part. So I'm like, I, I can't even. I can't. I could play you the clip of him talking about that story <laughs> if you really wanted to, like, hear about it. No. Okay. Did you, I uh, didn't need to hear about it. I mean, I read it. Oh, okay. I was You're just, just trying to do your part and help write the show? I was trying to help. Well, I appreciate that. You know how you could help better? <laughs> <laughs> not not by getting stories for the show. I got that covered. Thank you. Okay. There you are telling me to help. I help well, I, I was then... saying, if you, if you really want help, I... I Think of like a list of other things you could help with instead of finding me old stories for the show. <laughs> no offense, I, d- I definitely appreciate the what's that called? The initiative. I appreciate the initiative. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Sorry. Find newer stories. No, don't find stories. I got I got that shit handled. I just came across them randomly and I just yeah. saved them. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was kind of interesting. It was uh, an Ask Reddit. Which apocalypse would you like to see end humanity? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, aside from the one we're already experiencing, like... Huh. uh, You can go ahead and think about which one you would specifically (laughs) like to see. Some of the better answers here were Ragnarok. I want a spectacle, (laughs) goddammit. That would be pretty, uh, pretty dope. Like some heavy metal fucking Megadeth playing in the background, like Ragnarok fucking death metal kind of shit. I can get down with that. Uh, another one I thought was interesting, I'd never even heard of. It's called the False Vacuum. You, are you familiar with this? No. Uh, so the False Vacuum, uh, it suggests that basically the universe may not be in its most stable form. And uh, this... Uh, Redditor here says, imagine rolling a ball down a hill. The ball will stop when there is no path to a lower point that it can roll down, right? So you got your ball, mm-hmm. you got your hill, and then it stops. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lowest point at the bottom of the hill, which would be analogous to the most stable or true vacuum state, okay? Okay. But maybe there's a little dip in the hill and the ball catches it. This would be a false vacuum, a lowest point in a very small area. Now, if a minor earthquake or something like that occurs, it could nudge the ball out of this local minimum and send it rolling further down the hill. If we're in a false vacuum universe, then at any time, you may want to pop a couple benzos and all my listeners with uh, anxiety (laughs) because this one's a doozy. Is it? I, I think so. It made me... Slightly uncomfortable when I read it for a minute. Oh boy, here we go. 
Uh, so if this is in in the case that, that we're we're in here, if this is a false vacuum universe, at any time, some point in space may spontaneously decay into a more stable form. This more stable vacuum state would then spread at the speed of light as an expanding bubble. Within that bubble would be what is effectively a new universe. It could be mostly similar to our current universe with similar laws and constants in which some parts of our universe could survive the transition to varying degrees. Or it could be drastically different, destroying everything as all the matter and energy in our universe is rearranged into a new reality. It's a rather unique doomsday scenario. We have no way to know how likely it is or what the actual effects would be. We have no hope of protecting ourselves from it, let alone preventing it. We would never even know it was coming. We would just simply cease to exist. That's like a... That's just having like more than one... That's a multi-dimension or a multi-universe situation. Kind of. It's more of a change in the universe that then echoes through the universe making change with it and if if the change that is made with it is too different from the existing laws then that would just basically like tear the fabric of reality apart and reconstitute it into a new one which maybe some of us will make it is this Some, how we like, get our time weird, slips? Weird Picasso fucking shit going on, like because there's weird shit that happens, like like oh, I'm time sure. slips. Oh yeah, time slips all the time. time Have you like ever heard of slipping, this story <laughs> where they will go? People drive through areas, and the area will say like be like old west, or will have you know one or two houses, uh-huh. but then when they drive back, you know the other direction. Uh-huh. It'll be, <laughs> Go you know, on. a flourishing fucking village, not, you know, yeah. like a nowadays town. Yeah, and it that, didn't. I don't know. That's kind of too in the mouth of madnessy for me, I think. I don't know. I don't when think it's all that crazy. When that dude tries to leave the town and like there's the group of weird creepy kids <laughs> and then they're all of a sudden in front of him. So he tries to leave again, but then they're there oh, and he I can't. See where you're that's going with what that. that reminds me no, of. I don't think that's. not. Not like that at all. Just like you're rolling through a slip in time. Like that's what that hmm. town looked like, you know, a, a hundred years ago. I'll tell you that's when... what that area looked like, and now this is what it looks like. That's what I mean by a time. Yeah, slip. but that's not... not really a slip in time. That's just called time. <laughs> if this is, if this looks one way, right. and but then in a hundred years, yeah, but it happened today. You went to no, work, it happened and then in a you... hundred years, right? But. You seen it no, like I didn't. this today no, I when didn't. you went to work. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, that's never happened. I think the closest thing to that ever happening is like taking a bunch of drugs and then like nodding out for a good 50 miles, but somehow the Tesla still kept your car on the road. And you're like, oh, I'm in a different zip code now. That, nope. uh, that was an odd time slip. <laughs> that's, no, that's not what I that's, mean. Well, that's the only way that's possible, so... Is it though? Yeah, if you're talking sure. about that whole dimensional explosion and well, tears, yeah, that's different. How it's do you know one of those little... things didn't happen to where it like ripped well, into time? Well, that's the thing. We then, don't like, exactly. <laughs> one of the comments here says: So at the same time, we have no way to know if this has already happened, and we're already in the decomposed, most stable state. And then somebody else is like: Or if it's already happening, but it hasn't happened to us yet. 
And then they said, I had not thought of that. I would have preferred not to have thought of that at all, ever. (laughs) So, uh, another good one I thought was kind of interesting is called Contagious Apathy. And that's where nobody would care to do anything about anything. And then it's kind of spread from human to human to where... And uh, one of the examples they bring up in this was in uh, Firefly or Serenity when they were doing the uh, the experiments that created the Reavers. Remember, they said that in some of their experiments, some people just laid down and never got back up. Like, they just laid there. They couldn't be bothered to move. But then in other people, it, like, made them crazy, rapey fucking cannibals. And that's how the Reaver... Spoiler alert! If you've never <laughs> seen fucking Serenity or Firefly, Ta-da. that's how the Reavers are made. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, Joss. Uh, but yeah, that was, they said an experimental chemical meant to quell aggression and just made everyone give up, lay down and not get up again. I feel like that would be an awful fucking way to go. Or totally awesome, depending on if you were the cannibalistic rapey type. (laughs) Well, there'd be a lot of bodies just right there for you, I guess, but yeah, I don't know how I would want the apocalypse to play out. I always thought, like, Rapture Palooza also would be pretty dope, even though I'm, like, an atheist. Like, if if that dude that plays the devil in that movie, like, was actually, I think that would be pretty dope. And all the crows, like, yelling, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Remember that shit? Rapture Palooza? And the one yes. chick gets raptured and then gets sent back. She's just a bitch. <laughs> that was a good movie. But I, I think that would be pretty sweet. I would also, like, I would not mind seeing the two angels together. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, from that other show. From that show. That yeah. Amazon show. Or Crowley and... Uh, what was that called? That good, good Omen Yeah, Good Omen. That was pretty decent. So you had, you had the demon and the angel just kicking it together. Like, everyone thinks they're on separate sides, but they're just yeah. having a blast together. Yeah, anything like that, I think, would at least make things more interesting than just like, oh, yeah, everyone's fucking quarantined and slowly everyone died. Like, cool, that's pretty fucking anticlimactic. Just burn it to the ground. At least, like, turn some of them into fucking zombies or something. I mean, make it a little more interesting. Something fun. Uh, Meteors, of course, or asteroids, deadly gamma ray bursts, pretty quick and efficient, as they say here. Instant planet-wide sterilization if it's powerful enough and Ooh, directly on target. Right there. Definitely the best answer. That's it right there. Super volcano. Yeah, that's what I was gonna mention. Uh, that's the one you're always kind of. Boom. <laughs> yes. Yes. Completely. Um... I think I've always had that just because it was always Yellowstone was always so close to where I've always lived. Yeah. So I knew if, like, the world was going out that way, that I wouldn't even know it was coming. I'd see, like, this cool fucking light in the sky, and then I'd just be done for. I like this one, uh, the singularity. (laughs) They say it's uh, the creation of a learning generalized AI that reaches a rate of development such that it cannot be controlled or stopped by humans. It would grow exponentially, using resources as needed for whatever its purpose would be. In terms of apocalypses, this one is like rolling dice. Anything could happen, including a low chance of utopia. Hmm. Uh, It's most similar (laughs) to creating a living god on Earth and would quite likely mark the end of the human era as we would have created our successor. 
And that's that's a pretty interesting thought in Ray Kurzweil's The Age of Spiritual Machines. He talks about the singularity and also in his book, The Singularity. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, animals taking over the world, monkeys, Ooh. dolphins, or squirrels. And then, of course, the you fucked with squirrels, Morty. The squirrels, fuck yeah. <laughs> that was a good Rick and Morty. You fucked with the squirrels, Morty. Good. Well, think about it. how many shows do you know about that, like, the fucking squirrel is just... Someone clones themselves and kills everyone else because they can't control them. The Garys will wipe out all of humanity. <laughs> and then there's like 50 posts just yelling Gary. Fantastic. Thank you, Reddit. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was necessary. Uh, sucked into a black hole. Spaghettification. I don't think that... I mean, unless the planet like actually went into there. I don't think you would, like, on a personal level, be able to experience that. I don't think a black hole's gonna come and just like absorb certain humans. Well, that like they're so things? big, we already know where they're all at, and there's not one that's gonna it's get just not us. Gonna sneak so up unless on us? you go to it, like there's no way to experience the spaghettification. Right. Right. I don't think. So, what would you prefer then? <laughs> I like this comment. It says, "Nice try, Umbrella Academy writers. You're going to have to figure out the season three plot yourselves." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! I always wonder that because, like, there's a lot of people on Reddit, and like, I always wonder how how many times like the writer of a show has just gotten themselves into a pickle and then been like, "Hey Reddit, what's the uh, whatever the fuck for whatever the fuck?" and then just like gotten all of his answers or her. Or like you went into last year's so good. Like you're on Netflix and you went into last year's right. You know, yeah. after the season ended, oh, well, I want this to happen. Why didn't this happen? Well, I guess I can write that in. <laughs> yep. Needed a few more episodes. Take a couple of these ideas. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. If the, if the stock traders are, are exploiting the autists, I'm sure the directors <laughs> in Hollywood are exploiting the rest of the autists that are in the other subreddits. <laughs> Reddit's a very autism heavy platform, and I appreciate that. Do you think? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm on it every day. I I'm not. definitely see a lot of <laughs> I think I end up on it like when I'm Googling a recipe for shit. The one for Eugene Oregon is uh, <laughs> pretty interesting also. I'll just throw that one out there. There's, there's one for Oregon and then there's one specifically for Eugene. And I'll tell you, lately, it's been a lot of like throwing businesses under the bus of like, I was in this place and they're not wearing masks and they're not enforcing it's a lot of like it, it, a real like tattletale kind of feel and like kind of well maybe people some people are just not, like sick of being you yeah know, i get it's that like, but if like you would just wear your fucking mask it might make this like last not as long yeah so what now you're just pissed what are though this is gonna last as long as it's gonna last i feel like regardless of what humans do Here's one from the R. Eugene subreddit to the man who got stuck in the Trump caravan. <laughs> Apparently there was a little rally. They call them rallies. Yeah. KKK meetings. What do they call them? The rally? <laughs> sure. There was a rally uh, <laughs> sure, we'll call it that. of 
of Trump and Blue Lives Matter flags parading down West 11th, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. If, That's if you've a long street. Been to Eugene. It's a very, very long street. And it's like a bunch of like glass shops and weed shops. And then there's like a Lowe's and a Mickey D's and a fucking like all this weird shit. But it's, I feel like it's like a black hole. Like, and you're being sucked into it, but there's no end. I was admittedly disappointed and frustrated to see all the Trump and Blue Lives Matter flags parading down 11th. So when you got stuck in the same lane as the caravan and said something along the lines of, I'm too black to be in this line, I and many others cracked up. (laughs) Man, I'm too black for this shit. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, the tension eased and I was no longer overwhelmed with the negativity I saw around me. I thought it may have been your intent that one statement reclaimed the entire situation and shifted attention off the parade going on. This truly made my day. Thank you, sir, for your humor in a crummy situation. <laughs> Man, I'm too black for this shit. Scott. <laughs> Uh, that's actually one of I'm the like, better ones I've I'm read. I'm trying to like visualize that even being. Something I know it's that a big happen. road, like two lanes. Like they just had both lanes blocked off. I Fuck, guess there's four lanes. Well, on two both going sides. one way, two yeah, but you can't obviously go the wrong way down the wrong lane, right? Right, but that's a lot of fucking lanes. Like uh, asshole parade rolling down 11th, lots of flags <laughs> and Trump signs, lots of honking. Fine with me if they want to be public about who they support, but I think people's nerves are sufficiently on edge over life in general that the honking is only tipping any undecideds f- towards raw hatred. <laughs> Uh, one dude said I was driving home through Junction City last night and had to chuckle at seeing now entering Trump territory on one of the roadside signs. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, Eugene. I seen this whole fucking, it wasn't like a full block of it, but there were a uh, prison for Trump signs that looked like, you know, the <laughs> like, you know, the big banners for Trump, but they said prison for Trump instead of pres. Uh, nice. Yeah. I saw some that they were making it say, like, very lewd things, like penis pump or something. <laughs> like, it, it, by, uh, it was like taking a blue marker and then, like, coloring out parts of the thing, and it said penis pump. It looks so <laughs> legit, though. Maybe it was Photoshopped. I don't know. That would be pretty great to see, too. Uh, better get your shit together, Eugene, uh, with a little graph showing the uh, outbreak. The COVID outbreak? Best yeah. burrito in town. Best breakfast burrito in town. Huh? Where's Can't, that at? I'm supposed not going to tell you. You're going to have to read more to find out. Uh, virtual house party. <laughs> Allergy. Anyone's eyes been irritated this week? <laughs> Bitching about face shields and how they don't really protect against the virus. Uh, yeah. Anything else exciting? Just still scrolling? Just a bunch of, like, recommendations. I'm trying to find the, uh... Oh, here's... They made a printable, proper mask-wearing diagram and decided to post it up for other people. Um, So you can see the... Having the nose over the mask, and then it says no, and then having the nose covered by the mask is yes. Right. Just in case anybody was still wondering how how to wear a mask, I guess. (laughs) How you haven't figured it out by now? Yeah. 
Uh, lots of lost cats, stolen bicycles, that kind of shit. Voter intimidation at the ballot, if you see it, how to report it. It's just a, an interesting With spread. Your Glock? Oh, wait, that's not how you're supposed to? No. Okay. No, no. Okay. Uh, kitchen workers and restaurant goers, what restaurants should I avoid? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Dizzy Dean's Donuts. <laughs> That's an atrocious food safety violations. Jesus Christ. You don't uh, want to go to that so yeah, DDDs. All sorts of uh, good <laughs> info. Uh, I thought this was kind of interesting. Being a pizza delivery guy myself, having that in my blood, I really related to this. Uh, it's a website called pizzaclues.com. This is called A Year of Bad Luck. And this pizza guy... Uh, He's been delivering pizzas for nine years, it says. Mm -hmm. That's a long time to deliver pizza. Yeah. yeah. I've delivered pizza in multiple cities and multiple states, and somehow even over the course of nine years, people continue to surprise me. Every time I think <laughs> I've seen it all, someone does something incredibly strange, real. and I add it to the pile of weird stories I have about people who order pizza. Uh, currently, I'm fortunate enough to live in a state that will still pay me minimum wage, despite the fact that sometimes I receive tips. This is good because the area I'm in isn't exactly forgiving in the, quote, extra money to survive department. <laughs> uh, he says, it amazes me how many people are okay with stiffing the pizza guy. Sure, some of them think that the delivery charge goes to the driver. Uh, it doesn't. And some of them mistakenly thought they pre-tipped on a receipt, but it didn't go through. Oops, sorry, bro. <laughs> I'll get you next time. See, promise. I don't like tipping on receipts. No, tip cash, for sure. As a driver, as a, a previous ex-pizza driver, like, tip cash. If you don't have cash, like, obviously, a card tip is better than no tip. No tip, right. But, like, for real, you should definitely try and tip cash. It's easier to not claim, allegedly. Yeah, it's easier to just be like, yeah, what tip? Just give me my fucking bullshit minimum also, wage. Also, when you're working with other people, like, say, at a bar, and you got the cunty asshole oh, next yeah, to you. Oh, yeah, you got to split them and, and shit. Fuck that. And These are my tips, fool. Like, he's an aggressive asshole, and it's, like, there, and then there's you, who everybody just really likes, and they're just handing you tips, and the end of the night goes, oh, yeah, where's all that. those tips at? And they pull out, you know, you pull My out. living wage does not depend on your demeanor tonight, <laughs> sir. I'm sorry. I would always have, like, two different pockets full of money when I worked with him. I'd pull out, you know, money from this pocket, and I'd throw it up there and be like, this is what I got, and, like, split that with him. When sorry, bro, looks guy. like two bucks today. You want to split it, or... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. So this guy, uh, he said every so often someone doesn't tip because they received awful service, and every so often that's a fair reason. But more often than not, people just don't tip because they have a rotten lump where their heart should be. <laughs> <laughs> and the Grinch's heart was too small. Three times uh, size is too small. So I got to thinking, how many people stiff me? Exactly. Oh, and no. I started <laughs> writing down addresses. Every time I was stiffed, I wrote that address down. Soon, I had a list going. And then an idea began to form. Oh, no. Why not just track this bullshit for the whole year? And get some good data out of it. So that's what he did. I wrote down every stiff I received from October 5th, 2019 until October 5th, 2020 in the city of Mankato, <laughs> Minnesota. And boy, am I fucking depressed. <laughs> uh, 
for the purposes of this experiment, I defined a stiff as any tip that was less than 51 cents. Now, you may think that sounds weird, but trust me, even though a bunch of 50-cent tips may add up, they don't exactly add up quickly. Plus, I assure you, the majority of these are either zero or below the dime range. Uh, I'd say I'm even being generous as receiving anything less than a dollar is quite disheartening when you're on the road. So... What's the big number? How many times did I get stiffed in a total in a year of delivering pizza? 700. 631. Oh, okay. I was high, but... And if you're thinking that's not so many, then congratulations on never working in an industry where you actually <laughs> receive tips. <laughs> you may rationalize that it's less than two, t- uh, two stiffs per day. It really doesn't sound like that much. Uh, Okay, except I didn't work every single day of the year. Now, unfortunately, I didn't have the foresight to keep track of exactly how many days I worked in that year, but my high estimate is around 250 days. So that means every shift I worked, I got stiffed an average of about three times. (laughs) That's cold, man. That sucks. I, I used to fucking, I used to write down like addresses, phone numbers, credit card numbers, all that shit. Really? When I didn't get tipped. And I what? remembered that shit. What did you? I can't tell you what I did with them, but want I do. I put them to good use. Let's, did you? Yes. Okay. I'm sure lots of other people ate lots of other food on some of those people's credit cards, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> uh. So. Uh, he says, it, obviously, it wasn't 631 different people because they're repeated customers over a year. So the amount of unique addresses that I receive stiffs at has to be drastically lower. How much lower you think? 425. That's not really that much not lower. Drastic. Over the course of a year, I was stiffed at 425 different addresses. <laughs> Repeat offenders. That is a staggering <laughs> amount of ground to cover in a three-mile pizza delivery radius. That is so many different places to be disappointed at. The amount of places that stiff you in this town are so ridiculous that you never know what to expect. Every day is a new adventure in being let down over and over again. (laughs) This guy's a pretty good writer. Uh, 95 repeat offenders. 95 people in Mankato are shitty enough to stiff me at least twice over the course of the past year. These are the worst people. Uh, Did he put their names down? uh, No, Uh, no, it's anonymized (laughs) data, I guess. Uh, The winner of the prestigious Biggest Asshole in Town is awarded to the guy who stiffed me ten times. That's nearly once a month for the entire year. An important thing to keep in mind when considering the repeat stiff is that I am not the only delivery driver at my store. During a typical rush shift, we could have up to a dozen drivers delivering pizza, so the chances that I'll be going to a repeat address are actually pretty low overall. Ordering enough times to have the opportunity to stiff the same driver ten times is an astronomically <laughs> low chance, and I assure you that person stiffed a lot of other drivers as well. Oh, yeah. They truly are the worst human being I know. Uh, 15% of stiffs come from hotels. 85% come from homes or apartments. And then he says, uh, what could be left? Well, from before I ever even began my career in pizza delivery, I had heard the tasteless jokes and the stereotypical rumors about how, quote, black people don't tip. Oh, no. End quote. So why not collect the data then? (laughs) 
Stiff's guy. He's a pie chart with Stiff's by ethnicity. I mean, this is pretty good data here. People keep telling me this is weird, but I don't understand why. This is literally just a record of what happened. Uh, Out of all of the Stiff's, 58.8% were white, 30.6% black, and 10.6% other. Uh, at a whopping 255 stiffs, a majority of them came from white people. <laughs> and some people will be quick to point out that there are, quote, more white people, end quote, in the area, and therefore more chances to get stiffed by them. And so the stat is a little skewed in that way. Uh, and sure, from a statistical standpoint, there is some merit to that. Originally, I tried to find the population statistic for Mankato, but realized quickly that unless they were specifically within the delivery range of my particular pizzeria, they would not correlate in any way. So, the takeaway, sure, white may skew slightly higher because there are more opportunities to receive stiffs from white customers, but guess what? Plenty, and I mean plenty of white people, are stiffing me all the time, every day. (laughs) Plenty of black people are tipping me every day. So is the stereotype (laughs) true? Uh, It is a big resounding no from me. Statistically speaking, I see no indication that people of color stiff any more than the white people. I mean, personally, I would have to say they they tip more, but that's only be probably because I see like... Like they know it's a stereotype and they try to make up for it? <laughs> no. Montana didn't... Doesn't have a whole lot of oh, black yeah. people. That's true. So... The ones that are there are rich. I see what you're saying. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, okay, I meet a dozen of them and, you know, say one out of that whole dozen is just an asshole who never tips and you know that that yeah. prick's always going to be that way. Like, I have people that would come back in, you know, two days later or even, you know, a month later because some of those Canadians, they come down, you know, every monthly they just had that and they'd be like oh my god bj we're so sorry we know we didn't tip you and you know would just drop here's a hundred and that's before tonight don't you worry we'll get you tonight we're so (laughs) you know like would be apologetic yeah but that's also different than like ordering pizzas i feel like different demographic well yeah but if you had like still if you had people come into the bar and it was 50 50 white and black people you know you and had that that would that's what I'm saying. Like sure. I didn't I don't I'm like, hey, black people tip better in my mind because hey, I've only had one that never tipped me, so <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh he says although repeat offenders by ethnicity, that's where the uh the black Uh-oh. people get us. Forty eight percent to whites forty four point nine percent and seven point one percent other. So really not a whole lot more. White's still really just taking the lead here as far as just being awful tippers. <laughs> uh so yeah. Said we've learned that in some towns like Mankato, being a pizza delivery driver is often a thankless job. Oh, and on that note, a thanks I appreciate it does not count as a tip. (laughs) Your enthusiastic attitude and your gratitude cannot be substituted for money. Sorry, I can't pay my bills with the fact that you appreciate me hauling all this food all the way to your house so you didn't have to put pants on today. (laughs) Please tip your drivers. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, pizzaclues.com. So. I'm all about tipping people. Yeah, me too. I've worked in places that my livelihood depended on getting tips, and it sucks when people don't. And it pretty much, like, all it takes is one, and then, like, the rest of your evening or your day is pretty much just ruined, at least for me. 
And then I have a bad attitude with everybody else. And then I'm throwing pizzas in people's fucking doors. <laughs> and now nobody's fucking tipping me. So, you know, shit's rough. I never, I don't. I never drove for pizzas. Well, so that's that because you don't, don't drive. Know. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> but there's my whole, you know, as I said, I've, I've been in the industry that, you know, the fast food and shit since I was 15. And if you really want to go back on the like illegal range, there, there's that too. Because my aunt owned a steakhouse. So. Is steakhouse code for sex trafficking? No. No. Did you work in the steakhouse when you were 15? Are you coming clean? No. Uh, Trying to get. When I worked at the steakhouse, I was like. Why do you keep saying steakhouse and- with air quotes? Because it's a steakhouse. You're air quoting it, not me. (laughs) No, man. I did all the like back work. I do the dishes and shit. Steakhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. But I got to learn how to do all that. Did you get to ride in a Wayfair box or no? no. They just had the regular old. The only boxes that I I got to deal with were uh, potato boxes. I Ah. wrapped a lot of potatoes. I was really good at that, actually. You what? Wrapped in oh, foil for baked. Um, I thought you said you baked. raped a lot of potatoes. <laughs> You're not. My good ear has moved to this side. So has it now? I probably need to trade you spots for the next <laughs> show or put these headphones back on. Yeah, no. Like, wrap them in foil. Right, yeah, I get that now. A whole box, I get 20 bucks. Believe me. I got real good at wrapping potatoes. To the point she'd come in to the back, like through the back door, and she'd be like, we don't need any more potatoes, but I got this. Tough shit. I'm wrapping all these. (laughs) All of them. Because there's four fucking huge boxes stacked of boiled potatoes. And and granted, I'm sure a lot of people are like, well, pizza delivery, not really like a career that adults should have, like to sustain themselves, you know. Once they're adults. And, and and to that, I say, you know what? Anything can be a career if you put your mind to it. <laughs> so Well, and like, what about that, like, teenager who's doing that job to get out on their own? But it ain't even enough to fucking get their own place because you got to have enough for the deposit. And, yeah. like, first and Shit's last. expensive, especially when you're uh, getting pizza driver by the whites. <laughs> 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 fucking white people. Oh my Literally the worst. <laughs> uh, this was weird, interesting, I guess. Uh, a town employee in Michigan had to get 13 stitches after he sliced three fingers on razor blades attached to the bottom of a Trump 2020 campaign yard sign. So, what? Got a yard sign, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody put razor blades on it, so whenever anyone went to like pick it up, they oh would just God. like cut the fuck so out that of their you hands. So that if you were like yeah. the opposite of a Trump supporter, I guess you couldn't just take their signs and throw them. Maybe you've had problems with neighbors stealing signs in the past or something. So you're like, well, I'll show this fucker. Well, yeah, you maybe you have that one on. neighbor next to you that's blue. And fucking every time he walks by your house, fucking Trump piece of shit and throws his sign down. 52 years old, this dude gets a call. He's like, yo, you got to holler out here in Detroit, about 40 miles out of Detroit here. Come remove these signs. They're violating city ordinance. And 
signs, I guess they say, are required to be 33 feet from the center of roadways, and a political sign in the yard of a home was 9 feet too close to the street, which I'm guessing the homeowner knew that and was like, yeah, you're not touching my sign. If you do, <laughs> uh, when he went to remove one of the signs, he was cut by razor blades that had been attached to the bottom edge of the sign. Uh, both signs removed from that location had several razor blades taped along the bottom edge. He received lacerations to three fingers, which required some medical attention. That's got to be like a lawsuit shit going on right there. Uh, Commerce Township Supri- uh, Supervisor Dave Scott told the news that his employee initially thought he had been electrified and then looked at his hand <laughs> and saw that he was bleeding aggressively. Aggressively? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, your girl once a month, he was bleeding aggressively. Wow. Uh, The man drove himself to a hospital where he received 13 stitches in his fingers. Scott said he was very angry about the incident. Oh, yeah. Why would someone set a booby trap sign to harm someone? A child could have picked it up. That is very (laughs) true. Yeah. Except children don't touch Trump signs. I mean, come on. You know your kids are voting Trump. I mean... No, like little kids, they'll go over and kick and smack signs. Like, that's not... They're yeah. just being little shitheads. What's this? I want to hit it. Uh, the, oh, homeowner, it the homeowner said she has had several campaign signs. That is something a, a female would do. Can I say that? Putting razor blades on a sign like that all fucking... It's very much similar to poisoning. It's very. It's a very female move. Just, no. I, I, I'm just saying. You don't think you could see a male doing that? No, I feel like a male would put like a claymore and a tripwire or something explosive. Okay, that's... Little that's, hiding that's, razor um, blades and like poisoning. That's, that's like female shit, you know? Well, I mean, if you're going to go that far, fucking poison the, roller bl- the razor blades all the day. <laughs> see? <laughs> well, you're like, the girl's going to do it. Well, if I'm like going out of my way where I'm going to probably end up going well, to jail. I'm just jail, saying it's a female well, that they spoke with here. I'm, you know? I'm catching where you're Generally, about to go. if there's a man in the house, they will opt to speak to the man of the house. Yeah, Unless I'm just saying. he's not home. Unless there is no man of the house. That's all I'm saying. Or he's not home. Maybe he slit his wrists with razor blades. I don't know. Uh, the homeowner said she has had several campaign signs for President Donald Trump stolen, including a large banner. Hmm. She said she told sheriff's deputies that some signs disappeared from her yard recently, but were returned. And she said she had been unaware of the razor blades. Sorry, boss. I don't know where those came from. I will tell you, though, I've had some signs stolen. And I'll tell you what, those signs came back magically. Maybe they <laughs> went to the razor blade store. I don't know. I know I'm voting Trump so 2020. Like, so she's basically like playing it off. Oh, when the signs got stolen, someone put razor blades on it. I mean, and brought fuck them else back. are you going to say? Like, yeah, I did that. Don't touch my sign. Trump 2020. Like, no, they were stolen. That's not my luggage with all the fucking drugs in it. Must must have got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't me. I don't know. I still feel like you're responsible. It's on your property. Well, yeah. So. But I mean, can 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 somebody, an individual, be held responsible for every little thing that goes on on their property? I mean, 
Shit. I don't know. Should you be held responsible if you shoot the motherfucker trying to kill you I mean, and you didn't you kill him? Should you be held responsible for voting for such a dipshit in the first place? I mean, you know, yeah. It's... Choices we make in life. We wanna, <laughs> we wanna like talk about treason. I mean, <laughs> tis the season. <laughs> uh, this was kind of sweet. Uh, there was a church. And there was uh, an archbishop, Uh-oh, and uh, he had to actually go to this church and burn the altar down because it had been so uh, desecrated, I guess you could say. It was desecrated? Uh, and not in like the way that they, they like to desecrate things, like in a different way. Um. So are you saying not with a little boy on Yeah, that? no, because I think if that would have been the case, this like wouldn't even made the news. But <laughs> this dude was in there with a couple chicks. Dominatrixes? Dominatrixes? Is that plural? Dominatrixes? Dominatrixes. Yeah, dominatrixes. Okay, we'll go with it. And he was like getting his bang on all over the altar. And I guess somebody walked by and, like, saw this happening through the window and, like, started filming it, of course, because we're all fucking journalists now <laughs> with our fucking phones. And then uh, called called the cops on him <laughs> and, tur- and turned him in. Uh, it says, confiscating plastic sex toys, stage lights, and t- the two recording devices from within the church's evidence, officers booked all three of the people on uh, with obscenity charges. And they say that they could do that because in Louisiana, uh, it's considered uh, any place where people are having sex in open to the public view, like open to the the public view. And the church is a public space. I guess, like peeking through church windows is like public space. I I don't know. Well, like the town hall, those are all public buildings. So, so, like... Before this even happened, like at this church, it says that the Archdiocese of New Orleans uh, had to deal with some alleged child sexual abuse by some clergy. <laughs> and then so had we aren't to f- completely cleared which, of the... <laughs> which resulted in Chapter 11 bankruptcy <laughs> proceedings. Okay. Uh, so... The dude in charge gets rid of this other dude from the public ministry the day after his arrest at the same time as another North Shore priest. Oh, my God. (laughs) This other dude, Reverend Pat Wittigny, was also removed from public ministry. He told church officials last week that he abused a minor back in December 2013, months after beginning assignments uh, as a chaplain at Pope John Paul II High School and pastor at St. Luke the Evangelist Parish. Just making the rounds. Uh, he made the disclosure... I wonder why he would say that now. What do you mean? Like, why would you come out and be like, this happened back in 2013, I did this. Right. Yeah, and- I know. I, I think because he had to, because there was evidence. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I uh, said he made, oh, he made the disclosure after undergoing psychological evaluation, attending a 30 day retreat activities, which were required of him after he was found to have sent inappropriate text messages to a student at the school mm. earlier that year. So 
the text messages led to his forced resignation as the school's chaplain. A- and his replacement was this, this Clark character. <laughs> so <laughs> Clark is in this, like, church now, and he's having sex with some dominatrices, which I think is probably better than, like, sending creepo text messages to, like, kids, Yeah, as, they mean, they're adults, but I get where, like, people are upset. But it's funny that when you do that, I guess I could see where people would be upset, because, you know, that's not supposed to happen if you're actually following through with all the shit. But when you do that, all you have to do is go to 30-day camp. (laughs) <laughs> but if you're doing it with dominatrices, now you're going, you might, you might have to go to jail. And I mean, it's still like in court, so. That's weird. Not, not exactly sure. Well, because the other thing was just text messages. There wasn't, there wasn't evidence of the raping of the child yet. Yeah. Otherwise, he would have probably gone to it said, the alleged group sex in camp. The alleged group sex in Pearl River has shocked the region's faithful, even as it raised thorny legal questions. Phillips says clients were, quote, being presented to the world as criminals when everything that took place was among consenting adults, something that the Catholic Church could maybe learn a thing or two from. You know? <laughs> uh, the fact that this involved a priest or took place in a church is completely irrelevant. I understand that people may be upset by this situation, but that does not make this conduct illegal or criminal in any way. The courts, I would have to agree with that. Uh, yeah, the courts have repeatedly upheld <laughs> states' power to prohibit both nudity and sexual activity in public, even if its purpose is to make a movie or some other work protected by the First Amendment. But case law is less clear on the responsibility people have for engaging in sex, which they did not anticipate others would be able to see. <laughs> so... Uh, it says whatever people think about priest churches has nothing to do with law. This is think of it as a married couple having sex in their bed, and they don't realize the drapes are open, or they do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, and someone out for a walk happens to see them. Can you punish them for public sex? To what extent can you be held responsible because you inadvertently had sex in public? There's no black and white answer to well, that. Well, but that that is your home. You own it. The church is God's home, and God said I could get my fuck on wherever I fucking wanted here. I, I prayed about it last night. I'm praying about it right away. I'm getting something. Yeah, he says, he uh, you're a piece of shit, and he says to let me go. Peace out, faggots. Jesus saves. God, it'd be so awesome to just be able to make shit up and just be like, well, yeah, God told me. He didn't tell you? Hold on, he's telling me something. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I'll let him know. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right, all right, I'll see you later. He also wants to tell you that we have already forgiven you. Just let's let this go. And he says you owe me (laughs) $8,000 and a new altar. They burnt down the altar. The dude goes in and burns down the altar. He's so upset that, like, his fucking, his priests just can't get their fucking shit together. Well, apparently That's he needs amazing. to, like, think about who he's hiring no, I a think little he, better. Yeah, I think they all went to the same fucko school back when they were all, all younger. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the, how the, the lawyer for the parish said that it's questionable whether the acts happened in open view if the witness had to walk up from the street and peer in the window. 
<laughs> yeah, that's kind of uh, peeping tomming. That's kind of where I was going with the yeah. house. Like, if you're peeping in my Are you windows like of my house. On my fucking vines, like looking in my <laughs> second story window. Like, you what just are we... have your phone up there recording it to see what might be going on. In or my are house? we just fucking out in like the driveway? You know, big difference. Yes. That would be a huge difference. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, you should see the picture. I'll post a link to this in the, the show notes. But there's his uh, dominatrix. One of them. And then, yeah, a couple of, couple of, what's that called? Discount Marilyn Mansons? A couple of dollar store Marilyn Mansons, if you ask me. <laughs> Especially the top one. Look, those aren't her eyebrows. No, those are painted on. <laughs> Whose eyebrows are those? They they have a tendency to shave them off nowadays and just draw them on. I thought this was kind of awesome too. It says cool. that one of the dominatrices, Mindy Dixon, her professional social media profiles describe her as a satanic dominatrix. And the day before her arrest, she published a message announcing that she was headed to New Orleans with Chang to defile a house of God. <laughs> <laughs> Chang is the other dominatrix. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, an account associated with Chang expressed excitement about a, quote, secret project, <laughs> as well as a trip to New Orleans to film with a new friend. And then the post tagged Dixon's handle, and Dixon's is the account that was all like, going to New Orleans to defile a house of God. Shh. Shh. It's secret, you guys. Shh. I'm going to tell you which one it is. On a separate platform, September 30th, Dixon posted a message reading, quote, I am on a very secret trip. She then appeared to publish two photos from inside Saints Peter and Paul Church, each showing her clad in black leather bra while she stood next to a framed painting of Jesus H. Christ on a crucifix. <laughs> Uh, the night ended with an unidentified Pearl River resident walking by Saints Peter and Paul Church, looking through the glass windows. Eh, suspicious lights were still on, even though it was almost 11 p.m. According to the court documents filed by the police, that person then observed and had a video of Chang and Dixon using plastic sex toys while engaging in intercourse with Clark, who was still partially wearing his priestly attire. <laughs> of course. <laughs> After police showed up and entered the church, the woman said they were recording role play with Clark's permission. All three have since bonded out of jail. Uh, and uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they actually like, charge them with that or if if the snitch of a bitch that that told on them like gets gets any sort of uh, weird charges. That's a, that's like a foul. Like just move on. It's none yet. Yeah. I want my I want my altar back and you can we'll just pretend like this never happened. That's so funny that they burnt it down. Uh this is kind of crazy. Uh in if you live in Virginia, mm -hmm. you got to stay away from this like crazy looking caterpillar. It's super poisonous and it's got a really dope name. It is called the Puss Caterpillar. So stay away from that puss <laughs> caterpillar because it looks hairy like a puss, but the, that's not really, that's not puss hair. Those are spines and they cause a painful reaction if you touch them. So don't touch the puss hair. 
Okay. Because it's not hair. It's spines. Poisoning you. So it's like you. a little fucking porcupine. It's like a little vagina that wants to poison you because it's a female and that's what females do. Ah! <laughs> the puss caterpillar. We're back on the poisoning category. Larva of the southern flannel moth is the most venomous caterpillar in the U.S., and even a single brush with the insect can cause excruciating pain. The caterpillar's fur hides toxic spines that stick to your skin. The sting produces an immediate intense burning pain, followed by the appearance of a red grid-like pattern on the skin that matches the pattern of the venomous spines on the caterpillar. So, if you get stung by it, you can see like this cool pattern. <laughs> I hear some cool people pattern. are instead of getting brandings nowadays, some people are getting puss caterpillared, and it's Just... yeah. I've seen some pretty crazy puss caterpillar art. Not gonna lie. Damn. Uh, the puss caterpillar eats oak and elm leaves and can be found in parks near buildings, uh, and in the south. <laughs> I bet you a lot of kids touch those. Oof! Right? Because it looks like something you'd want to just pet. How how many fucking? They're big. I'd say how many things did you touch as a kid? I touched but... a lot of things as a kid. I'll tell you what, but especially you're... at church school, I touched a whole lot of things. <laughs> Some of those things, not very proud of, but I touched them. <laughs> I touched them and I got my confirmation. And now, if God actually is real, I'm still going to heaven. Praise fucking all the things I touched. That's what they said. Oh, fuck. No, I mean, like... I was about to say that, and then I realized that you mm -hmm. didn't get to touch so many things. Because I touched a lot of things. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Your mom did touched, not let you yeah, guys touch. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I so touched much a lot of things. Dirt still. outside. I went up in the back ten, and I fucking broke down old dead tree stumps, and I touched those ants, and I hit them with sticks. Pretended those sticks were swords of might and justice. And I hit my brother with them. And Ooh. he hit me back. That... And we hit each other. <laughs> and then we shot each other with BB guns. Did you? Oh, Did yeah. Did you actually do that? Oh, yeah. I remember we were camping once, and we were using the CO2 guns and shit. And I fucking, me and our older brother uh, were shooting at each other. And right as I fucking pulled the trigger, Mark, like, jumped out, caught one right to the forehead, <laughs> drops him. He starts bleeding everywhere. Me and our older brother are just like... Oh my god, don't tell dad. It ricocheted off a tree. You're shooting at squirrels. It ricocheted off a tree. Stop crying. Stop like and we fucking walked him back over there and told him that and uh yeah. Did they believe it? They absolutely did. He did. It was just dad there with us. But yes. Oh. Yes, he did. Oh, well that's I believe he actually went to his grave not knowing that uh I was the one that actually shot him <laughs> right in the face. So internally were you laughing? Oh, uh for a sec. Until I saw the blood, then I was like, fuck, I just killed him. <laughs> like, it was, it was pretty, uh, pretty roller coaster ride. -ish. I can see where it could be scary. Yeah. Then once you realize he's okay, just start laughing again. Yeah, no. That's what you get for jumping out in front I of know. me. I <laughs> know. Trying to shoot me. Blap, blap, motherfucker. Fast on the trigger. I never got hit with one. They hurt. Yeah, hitting the leg with one. Also. I guess I've gotten hit with they the plastic sting. ones. No, but these not were metal, the metal ones. fucking copper BBs. We were fucking stupid. No, like safety glasses or nothing. Just 
<laughs> Those CO2 guns fucking hurt, too. They weren't like the pump rifles. Like, you know, you put the little CO2 cartridge in and then cock that fucker. Oh, good times. How how many times did you cock your rifle? Because my the rifles you could pump several times. I mean, depending yeah. on what kind it was, but everyone knew the real power came from the CO two cartridges. Especially those first like ten shots or so when it's fresh. Oh yeah. Oh. Break out, <laughs> yeah. busting out windows and shit with that thing. <laughs> See, I, I yeah, I can say that I've busted out a few windows. That- oh yeah. I preferred to shoot him at trees, though. I was I was more responsible. Apparently, there was an emu let loose on the west side down in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh yes, emus are like fucking super aggressive too. They huh? are. Let's They're see this video. Pricks. This thing, like, look at this. Look at this little guy. News at four. Right now at five thirty, an emu is finally caught. Uh, it's pronounced emu. Look how big it is. It caught a few people by surprise. Yeah, he did. Fucking ostriches. But it's emo just walking down the road. Emo, bro. <laughs> he called it an emo. An emo is on the road. An emo is uh, not what that was, bro. But thank you. Did you go back to your Proud Boys meeting? Okay. Yeah, dude, this emo, like, came at me, and, like, I was gonna shoot it, but then I realized I was only packing blanks, bro. So I shot at it anyway, because it was an emo. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it pronounced emu? Am I being the dumb one here? Emu. Emu. Because she's saying emu. Emu? Emu. She's saying emu. One witness said it was chasing people around Hammond Boulevard at Kaboom Road. Kaboom Road. When the emu was captured. Emu. Today the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office got sent... Oh, thanks, Jamal, but <laughs> I don't really care. Uh, emo or emu? Or emu. Emu. I would go with mu. They called it mu, emu. I think that's silly. I Clearly know. you've never seen a real one up close. It's gotta be emu. Uh, I'm pretty sure... Here. Uh, define emu... Doesn't this have a print? Yeah, here we go. Emu. Emu, thank you. Emu. <laughs> I'm going to sample that. Emu. Emu. Hell yeah. Thank See, you. we was right. We was I right. I know. Like, the news can't fucking take five seconds to, like, Google a goddamn word? Uh, emo? word. <laughs> it was very emo. <laughs> I can't even... All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it. Thanks for listening. Thejamhole.com. Definitely check it out. Check out Virus Diaries on Spotify and Google, Apple, uh, Amazon, so all that shit. So when's the next one coming out? Oof, that's a good question. We're almost done. Got about three or four more tracks to write. Okay, And so then the... just got to record everything and all that shit. And wait another two months for Probably, yeah. So probably like <laughs> early 2021, I think. <laughs> Right, because we already we already did a release in 2020, right? So I I don't did really you, have, have to have. Have you done it. one or two? I think Plan B came out late 2019, and then maybe Virus Diaries came out uh, right after that. No, I don't know. I don't even know when my own shit comes out. Let's see, Plan B, 
if we go to mattlee.bandcamp.com, this came out, where does it tell you? September 18th, December 2019. So yeah, right at the very end of 2019. Okay. And then Virus Diaries was like in the middle of it. Yeah, June 8th, 2020, right? On my brother's birthday. Right, right. Just like a few months ago. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so that came out June 8th, 2020. So this so who's next album one, art in this one? I think Ben. Ben? I think so. He's a very good album artist. Yeah, I like it. And it, I mean, he's already done so many of them. Like, it kind of sticks with the, it's his thing. the style, the theme, I guess. So, yeah. I mean, as long as he keeps doing it and not, like, wanting me to pay him to do it, fuck, I'm <laughs> down with that shit. Oh, Ben. A lot easier than me fucking doing it. I love Ben. He's a good dude. But yeah, uh, Project Survival, with a question mark, is the working title. I don't know if that's going to actually be the name of it. I'm kind of, it's growing on me uh, the more I throw it around, I guess. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll think of something better to name it. Should have about 17 or 18 tracks on it. Hopefully some more dope scratch from a brother. I made all the beats. And yeah. Should be pretty good. Finally, been doing that barkeepers uh, contest. Oh yeah, since huh? it started, and I'll tell you, took me twenty one weeks to finally like actually win gold, like to win a fucking week. Twenty one weeks of doing it every week, and I uh, finally brought home the gold. So I guess things are getting better. So uh, yeah, this this new album should be pretty sweet. And you got people calling you out in a good way. That's right. Yeah, Hol- people hollering. Uh, people for digging it. it. Yeah, hollering. It's the lingo. I have a lot of lingo to keep straight between all of the investing I'm doing, oh. all of the emu farming I'm doing. <laughs> emo? Emo farming I'm doing. <laughs> all they of the... said it two ways, and neither of them out of the three different mouths we heard oh, it came Oh, that's out. right, Bill. I'm down here where the emo was <laughs> running at people. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, oh, that would be some dope album art Just me like on an emo Just looking all <laughs> fucking emo. regal as fuck Hell yeah like, Get on that Ben I want some nice iconographic emo art <laughs> Emo art It's fucking weird <laughs> Oh fuck Like the you I mean I, like the That makes me want to start writing emu poetry and just writing poetry about emus (laughs) instead of emo poetry. You remember back in the day when you were doing slams? I remember that, yeah, emo poetry. There was like 20 or 21 of them fucking things. So awful. Dad, fun though. Should have did emu poetry. (laughs) Would have been way better. All right, uh, yeah, get the album. It's on Spotify and all the other music places. And then make sure to subscribe to us and to the Hotbox, hotboxpodcast.com and thejamhole.com. And if you need a piece of glass or anything like that for weed or dabs or to wear, check out sweetpieceofglass.com. <laughs> it's our little glass site. Yeah, we got like pendants, got pendants and shit. Huh? Fucking dope-ass pendants. And probably, pendants. Probably the most expensive pendants y'all ever seen. Well, there's the, like, eat ass and pussy ones and shit. Yeah, those are a little cheaper. I mean, like, the Wonka stones and shit. Well, I know. Most listeners probably don't even know what that is, so go look at it and be like, oh, yeah, so that's what that is. (laughs) 
All right. Uh, have a good week, y'all. Stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Peace out. Watching these debates like what a bunch of noise when the illusion of choice outmaneuvers your voices. No one really knows what the fuck is going on here. Sitting in the bunker, waiting for the all clear. It's like we're getting steered towards the motherfucking iceberg. Captain all drunk deciphering where the ice lurks. And we thought 2020's gonna be a nice year. Living with the plague like who brought the mice here? Try to think of it as another simulation. Game full of bugs, but it's still fun to play it. Like we're aliens, beta testing Earth. Digging in the dirt, trying to earn a little girth. The beast is silent when it defeats the riders. Living outside, trying to meet this virus. If you want to watch it all burn from the sky rise, delete the science and increase the righteous. Living like a jerk, return to feed the worms. Vibing like a tree, just breathing out the words. Be careful outside, then police is violent. Feeling like I finally earned some peace and quiet. Down to eat a little piece of pie first Trying to be the fat kid you least admire Feast of fire when the beasts of burden Are getting all bored but at least we're certain We found the imposter living among us Fussing with hunches another big chungus Bludgeon don't worry the fungus Will clean up the guts and get us to function I'm fleeting assumptions I see through the rust from brush to rush Hours stacked up like a bunch of junk So hush your up before we stuff your luck And break your fucking neck to this like Bust to bust, bleeding impulsive, the meeting controls it, we're breathing corrosive, no eating the bullshit, feeling the worth, like it's gonna be a good year, now we're all tired, stop treading on the work here.